Hey, Melody. Hey, Peter. Sup, Drew. Hey. Welcome to How College Works. Uh, so we have always met remotely, um, but the rest of our lives have not really been conducted remotely up until now. Someone is ghosting in, phasing in out, out of subspace behind you, Drew. <laughs> they're gone now. So, yeah, hold on. I gotta. I'm gonna put my headphones on so I can focus on you. Sure, sure. Yeah. So while Drew's getting that set up, um, really we're kind of just checking. I wanted to check in. So Drew and I recorded like right around when stuff hit the fan. Uh, we're kind of he and I. Well after stuff hit the fan, but well, yeah. So <laughs> well, we didn't with, feel it hit us until it had to, the fan had to rotate a few times for it to right. water. Yeah. Uh, so I want to check in with just how things are going now later on with everybody in sort of <laughs> remote mode. Uh, so Drew, mm-hmm. it was kind of crisis management mode, I think, when we first talked. Yeah. Uh, how, how crisis management are we for you still? I, I don't know. I think we're coming out of that, and uh, or I am. My, my position is, but it's... Um, you know, we made our plans and we adjusted our plans and we tweaked our plans and we got, we kept getting rolling dates uh, and then no dates. <laughs> and the latest indication is that when we return in August, it will be very different looking. So we're going to have to redo some more plans. I don't know. It's not crisis management anymore. It's more like um, support and like this intense level of tech support for teachers, parents, I'm doing like a three-man bucket brigade. Like the parent has a trouble logging in and they contact their teacher and their teacher contacts their principal or me. And then I have to go back through the chain and play phone brigade, you know, to get, to get the information back to them. It's really Mm -hmm. challenging All, all on top of everybody's working from home with everybody has kids, everybody has, you know, multiple zoom meetings to get to. It's really, it's a challenge. It's, um, you know, it's really, it's really rough. So, yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, I think I'm still in this, in a similar mode, like the crisis of, oh crap, I have to get all this sort of figured out is kind mm-hmm. of past for me. And I'm, I'm the, I think I've figured out what I'm going to be doing. It's still not like, ah, let's relax <laughs> because there's still small things that come up you know, and are sort of like, oh, I have a quiz to write. I write the quiz. Oh, I have to get this quiz online. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's a different mode. It's also kind of interesting having no papers to grade. And so, I mean, no physical papers, let's say that. You know, before it was like, I'm going to have a stack of, of, of Constellation quizzes, a physical stack. So it was really easy to sort of keep track of some of the stuff I need to do because it's like it was right there on my desk. And now I still have those, but they're all digital. And so yeah. it's sort of developing a different process. It's you know, a like completely different. All the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a completely different paradigm, delivery, feedback mm-hmm. mode. Um, every tool is, a, is, a, is like totally separate, uh, you know, which I would love to process more. But first, I want to hear about what, what Melody's doing and what that looks like. Yeah, because we didn't hear from you three weeks ago. When you were uh, first recorded, I think that I was done for the day at that particular time. I was like, "Whatever, you guys go without me." Um, <clears throat> it hasn't been that much of a transition for me. Like you're talking about, oh well, stacks of papers. I haven't had stacks of physical papers 
and over five years, mm. my feedback mode has always, well, has been for five years at least, um, digital comments or recorded comments. <laughs> and they were already giving me their papers, turning them in on Google, and I was checking the revision history. So it didn't change that much for me. So I think, and also I think that writing might be an easier topic to move online. I can't imagine trying to teach a math lesson or something. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I really mm -hmm. have a lesson. I have a brief lecture and I'm like, here are some resources and some sample things. And I'm, I'm giving them feedback more frequently and on smaller pieces just so that we can put together this research proposal. But we were already going to break it up into chunks. They were just going to work with a group as opposed to working with me. So now they're just getting feedback every week on something small. That makes sense. Yeah. And there's certainly there's, I would say a mini, a good chunk of my stuff, which is not so different. You know, the labs were done on a computer on a Google doc, you know, so I can create breakout rooms in my online thing that we have. So I just throw a group into one breakout room. I can listen in on the audio. I can join the group if I wanted to, you know, and then leave it. Uh, so there's, there is, some of those things that are similar um synchronous stuff and i'm not doing anything synchronously everything is asynchronous for me so i post things um on thursday and then everything's due the following thursday they have a week and it's sort of work at your own pace they can turn things in early and i'll respond early or if not everything comes in tonight at 11:59 p.m ah, ah yeah so i'm trying to work mostly synchronously since we had i had those time slots lined up and so I'm trying to maintain that schedule. Uh, I have students in other countries. Mm, yeah, I do too. I have two in France. So, I mean, kudos yeah. to them. I was like, I'm not going to require you to be here like all the time. Yeah. It's definitely tricky. And I think my students are um, struggling. Mm. Um, well, and I haven't talked to, I have 50 students a semester and I haven't talked to them individually, but the ones who have touched base are like, yeah, I'm not doing so great with managing my time. And it's, yeah, it's a big change. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm on a Facebook group. I don't know if you guys are in this book, Facebook group about it's like pandemic pedagogy or something. <laughs> mm, no. Nice Get title. Because <laughs> um, it started like seriously, as soon as the first college moved online for the semester and there are some, I mean, it's all disciplines. And actually there's even some K through 12 stuff on there. And the, the work that people are creating for themselves and for their students is just like. Yeah, it's ridiculous. silly. It's silly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like um, I teach chemistry and I, I'm going to send my students a list of supplies that they have to go buy and they're going to do. Sorry. My response. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I mean, it could be just regular household supplies, but it doesn't matter having them buy stuff and then have, oh, you're assuming they have money and a space to do your work. That's well, so and are going to go out into like the yeah. community and go shopping for those supplies, even if they're household yeah. things, you know? Yeah. yeah. But there's just some, I think I tried to do this, the, the path of least resistance. I'm like, what can I drop? That's not going, that's, that's not directly feeding into this. Um, what can I replace? Mm -hmm. How can I streamline? Because I teach a first level required writing class. This is not supposed to be a stumbling block. And I have a feeling that people who are, I have several nursing majors, for example, who are taking 
pretty big science classes with lots of labs. They don't need to be tripped up on their annotated bibliography, you know? Mm -hmm. right, so, yeah. I, this is making me think. So I started a, I just want to brag about myself. I started a, a 21 day challenge of um, responsive layout web design. Uh, totally like free. I don't have to pay for it. And so like, there's no incentive for me to stay here. I'm not getting graded. It's not getting units or credits for my professional dollars and pay. And it's not like I need it for my degree or anything. So this guy has set up an online course uh, as we do. And like I'm incentivized to, to log in every day. Now, do you think he, it's a 21 day challenge? He's only had this day four. How many assignments do you think I've had? One. Uh, as a good guess, I've had two. I've had two oh. challenges and, you know, people were posting their solutions to the challenge and uh, I posted mine and whatever. And one guy was all like, oh, well, so-and-so isn't, isn't correct because he didn't do blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, dang, dude, like, good thing we're not getting graded on this. Like, I'm going to call my mom. Oh, yeah, my mom says mine's correct. Like, psh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm learning stuff about responsive layout, web design. Okay, we need a backup. I don't know what that means. Well, I'm just learning on a topic. It doesn't matter what the topic is. I'm, I'm learning it. I'm logging in. I'm trying the challenge and I'm learning it with the help of this online group. We've got an asynchronous uh, uh, challenge and an asynchronous solution posting and the guy checks it the next day uh, or, or doesn't. I said, do I have to post my results? He's like, no, you don't have to. Just like play along with us and get on the chat room and with the people in the in the group or we're chatting over the problem. Hey, why did you do it this way? Why did you solve the problem that way? You know, why did you use this and not that? And we're having that discussion is way more valuable to me learning than if I had been assigned a project every single day and it had to be done by 5 p.m. And like, I, I think that this is the style we're going to go to when Governor Newsom says we're starting in August with a uh, d social distancing school with like half the kids morning, half the kids afternoon and, and recess and lunches look different. It's going to be like this. We're going to be asynchronous. We're going to do a lot of 15 kid groups instead of 30 kid groups. We're going to do a lot of the class-wide assignment is an asynchronous Google Classroom or, or some other platform. And you can do it when you do it. It's assigned on Monday. It's due on Friday. Um, or I'm giving feedback on Friday, whatever. And all 30 kids are in that virtual space, but only 15 at a time are in the room. Right. You know, and I get like somebody saying like, okay, well, the recommendation now is when we come back, we're going to be checking temperatures at the door. Well, that, you know, it doesn't matter because you're, you can be asymptomatic and spread. It's like, yes. And, and you're not supposed to be at K-12 school with a fever already. That was already a requirement. And what it nothing. does, True. yeah, what it does is allows us to implement what has really been the law or the, the rule already, which is if you are demonstrably sick, don't come in the door. And everybody who is hopefully well can stay in the door and you will be out. So it's not stopping COVID-19 spread to check temperatures at the door. What it is doing is, again, is keeping demonstrably sick people from coming in, which is not a bad thing. Well, do you think that that's what's going to happen in most K through 12 is sort of the situation that you described? Because I've been curious. Um, we have a department meeting next week, but the notes we got this week were like, we need to start thinking about our contingency plans for fall to be online either mostly or fully. Um, and kind of what we think are 
like best practices for our department in terms of do we need to have synchronous meetings and then you know just mm -hmm. kind of be on the same page since we have time to actually think about it as opposed to being like oh next yep. week get together the way we the way we handled our business in k-12 and higher ed and office space in january 2020 is not going to come back you know what i'm saying like the the yes if you're in k-12 education in the state of california or new york or new jersey that it's going to be very different in august and i don't know what that looks like as far as like if the kids are half day what about the parents they only get a half day to work i don't know uh, you know what Probably i mean like not. one parent works <laughs> one half and the other parent works the other half i don't if know you parents, if you got two parents if you got two parents right and so how is income going to be stable are we going to start doing some kind of social safety net like like we could uh well, that, are we going to start doing you know rents um, that, that is a topic for a different podcast yeah, yeah. I'm, you know I, but it, but it but it is but it there's is some big like, questions yeah, yeah it's the point being it's a paradigm shift of it's a tide change right yeah. right like we are this is not something driven by the schools or colleges or high schools this is going to be yeah. something that is you know part of it's, a much bigger thing it's, it's the ocean that we swim in i mean you can't separate the university and the k-12 from what is happening right right yeah you it, it is was unclear to me when i was in kindergarten through 12th grade through high school that the schedule that i had was intimately tied to the schedules my parents had. <laughs> that was not obvious to me at the time. It is super obvious to me now. <laughs> my son is home all day, every day, right? And it falls now to me and my wife, uh, you know, to structure his day and schedule and cover the materials that we can cover, you know, and that sort of thing. Uh, so that's really different. I mean, college is the same deal. Like all, almost all my, uh, my students are home. Now, there's a handful that are on campus, and those that are on campus are there because they did not have access to the online remote stuff that they would have needed. And so they had a conversation with their parents and with the school about like, I can't do this stuff that is needed to, do in, to be in these classes. And so the, my college said, okay, you can come. Uh, and, uh, and then, like they were in quarantine for two weeks, couldn't leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but now, but now they're there. Drew, I think you wanted to say something. No, I was sorry. I was checking my my video. Okay, <laughs> I like that Zoom background the most. Which Drew one has the Aurora Borealis behind him? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's oh. very yeah. I mean, that's another topic we can talk about. I don't know if we want to waste time on that. We're talking about Zoom. <laughs> I mean, we can. We're on it now, but I'm surprised it hasn't crashed and burned. But not Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, so do you feel like that the changes, like the changes you described in terms of what fall might look like and mm -hmm. maybe some long lasting impact, do you see those as mostly positive because they sound pretty okay. They sound better than what I was doing before. Right. I think I, well, so my personal, you know, uninformed, it's way too early to tell. I think that that was just a feeler tossed out by the governor and we're going to go that direction and then we're all going to figure out how to make it work. And each district is still in control of each district. But um, I think those are positive changes. I said two weeks ago in a meeting with my people, like, hey, look, we have an opportunity when we keep talking about going back, we don't have to go back. 
I think people, some people would like to, some people had a vested interest and still do in going back to how things were. And we don't have to because our students deserve a different thing than this 1690 industrialized education, sitting in rows, uh, teacher pouring knowledge into your empty head um, paradigm of, of teaching, lecture mode, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, 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 you know, all of those things are embedded in this, in this style of face-to-face, seat time, keep the kids off the streets because back in the Great Depression, we had, that's when we started 12th grade, was to keep the kids out of the factory so the men could return to work. Right, well, so we're back there, right? So, yeah. So we still have that sort of a problem, but I would say that if you're going to, you can argue for the, um, argue for people shouldn't go back to it. Generally speaking, this is not hard and fast, but generally speaking, the people who are most interested in returning to the way it has always been done are older individuals within that field. Those are 100% the ones that do not or should not want to spend more quality face-to-face coughing on you time with K to 12 students who are going to be minimally impacted by that. Well, that's just, yeah, you're right. And you're exactly right. And that's a, um, that's peculiar to this disease. I think that age Mm. kind of risk level and uh, that being, I think that we have an opportunity to, lay out in my district what we want it to look like when we return. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we, yeah, if we want yeah. it to be asynchronous, if we want it to be project-based learning, if we want it to be, um, you know, half day, half day uh, spread out kind of thing, we can build that. We have the opportunity if we start now, if we wait till August, yeah, that's, it, will, it, will be, it will be laid out by public opinion and the riotous parents will be at the door telling the school board how it ought to be. You know. Melody, did you want to say something? Oh, I was just thinking about higher ed and how, you know, parents aren't part of our equation. For the uh, most part. I mean, really, right? Uh, and so I was just wondering, like, Peter, have you guys started this conversation where you are in terms of what that might look like or what... I guess, you know, I'm bathing in this uncertainty. I'm not sleeping well. I'm, you know, highly anxious. Um, Just can't seem to like ever feel like in sync with my life or my schedule. Mm. And so like now my energy is like, well, what's fall going to look like? What am I going to have to do for fall? You know, so I'm like, I need to start thinking about how this textbook is going to work and blah, blah, blah. And um, so I just, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, so part of, I think part of that is dynamic is coming. I have less of that. Part of that is who I am versus who you are. Uh, I mean, that's just, you and I have recognized this. <laughs> and part of this is also in, I think, the asynchronous class versus the synchronous class is I still have a lot of my mental time during the week in terms of got to prep for my next class, got to think about how to handle what I just did in that class. You know, and so I'm very much still in, in a very similar mode to what I was before. I don't have this huge week of time, basically, you know, to be contemplating uh, what's coming next. I haven't gotten into that. And much like you, really, my classes are minimally affected, you know, because I am still sitting in this synchronous mode in terms of my content prep and Mm -hmm. mostly my delivery. Like one of my concerns is, has to do with like the way the interaction has changed now that everything has gone remote 
one of our principles is that our not principles as in the person, but as in the ideas, right. is that you know we can't force uh, and should not try to force students to be on camera when they don't want to be on camera. Like this, you know, it also reduces bandwidth, which you know can be a thing. So, well, but <laughs> I mean, I, I say. So you go ahead, Drew, and then I'll come back to how this has affected my class. Okay, okay, yeah, that's the more important thing. I think really the bandwidth, if they were trying to reduce that, there's other ways to force it or mitigate it. But to say that it's not a requirement is a legal thing. That you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Would, this is you know, yeah, not really about tech. It's about yeah, just. And that's how it should be. I, people, you know, I want to be present to, to my Zoom meeting. I don't want to turn the camera on and show you what's on my kitchen table. Uh, and the seven, the seven people in my house have not agreed to be on, on your recorded Zoom meeting. Also true. You know, um, so there's no reason for that. And, and I, again, that to me begs the question. I know it's a far afield, but it, it starts to beg the question of all of those, quote, norms that were uh, written in stone in January as far as dress code and timing and presence in the office and, and uh, office hour timings and all of those things are questionable now at this point where it's like apparently I can sit in my jams and uh, do async and wait for a, a text to come in before I pop online and check the discord to see if my if my chat has any questions and then I can respond to those and everything takes about 12 hours longer than it used to and that's okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think that's totally fine. I think there's no yeah. reason that my students need to be dressing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, business appropriate or something like that. I mean, certainly I, in order to sort of maintain my own kind of mental kind of uh, mode, I, you know, I dress like I would for class on my class days. <laughs> I believe that. Because I have all I believe, this wardrobe. I believe a hundred percent that my wardrobe. However, I don't want to yeah. get my laundry person angry. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sweats are easy to wash. I pay. I pay, pay by the piece. So yeah. sometimes I, I am on camera. That's that's the other thing. Like for, uh, for labs, I do like like they if it's on a document, they can do the lab follow link and all that stuff. But sometimes it's like charge a capacitor. You know, I had a lab where it's like I had my desktop camera looking at a multimeter. I had my laptop camera looking at a different multimeter. I charge it all up, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I got two cameras on in my office. So they're, they're like, oh, nice Birkenstocks. <laughs> like, yeah, these are my in-house shoes, you know, that sort of a thing, you know? And that was kind of amusing, you know, because they can see my feet because it's all on the floor <laughs> because I don't have a lab bench in my house. Right, you don't have a, you don't have a hood and a, are you no, like burning magnesium and stuff? That's oh, amazing. 100% no. <laughs> um, but in terms of like the way this has affected my my classes is that so everybody uh like the first couple of days everybody was on voice and off camera but on voice yeah mute mute and, mute, mute mute right and now everybody's uh off camera and basically just listening right yeah. so so the questions and stuff come through the chat yeah, uh, which is fine, but it also has really changed that dynamic of yeah. where usually I would stand in front of the class and be all like, you know, Clelia, what do we need to hear about? Yeah. You know, and then, you know, they would, you know, talk to me because that's how I do my classes. Like, what do we need to Yeah. About? All you professors just turned into YouTubers. You need a three monitor setup. You need two cameras and two mics. Quadruple and camera guy. Quadruple Look camera guy. <laughs> and you're exactly right. And, um, it, yeah, it's it's a different it's a different yeah, delivery, it's, and it's it's something that I need to think about in terms of well, before I would just solicit, I'd stand in front of the classroom, I'd solicit, you know, what do you talk about? Some people volunteer, and then I would ask their names, and so I'm kind of like 
figuring out what that looks like now when uh, they can hear me. They generally don't see me. I don't turn on the camera. If they don't have the camera on, I'm going to leave my camera off as well. <laughs> you know? it's, so, it's so interesting to me hearing you speak about this, with, about the students and everything. So in my job, I've taken, I don't know how many um, Zoom calls from vendors selling product. Mm. And we have to do a video call and not a telephone call because they want to show their product, which is a computer product. They want to share their screen. They want to show their slideshow and show the live product demo on the website, whatever. Hmm, this so is the iPhone is the future. Yeah, it is baby. I, so I've seen so many zoom calls where I'm in there in a, in a conference room with two other live people and then three other remote people on zoom and we're getting feedback and we all have to mute our mics and our, and our speakers and stuff. And I've dealt with all of these issues. And so seeing the teachers and popping in on staff meetings from, uh, you know, 30 person or 40 person, um, staff meeting at a, at a high school. Um, and oh, that's a mess. Watching all of that be, uh, for a bunch of people first time and their expectations that the entire place is going to be on mic and on camera versus, you know, and they look at me like, you know, when I log in to the Zoom meeting, my mic is muted automatically. My video is muted automatically out of deference and out of, you know, because I don't want to have immediate feedback as soon as I log in. Oh yeah, echo is and, bad sometimes. And that's only because I've done this so much. So, you know, people mm -hmm. are like, oh, Andrew, why aren't you showing your, your screen? because you don't need to see my screen, brother. Like, just <laughs> calm down. And, and like, it's not important. And that teachers, and, and I'm, I'm making a blanket statement, but my, my general idea is, you know, classroom delivery, I wanna see that your head is up, your, your hood is off, your eyeglasses are facing the front, like that kind of thing. And so carrying that paradigm to Zoom, I wanna see you on camera, mic on, quiet, sitting straight, facing front, blah, 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 in the camera, not off camera. And we've all had to learn like, that's not what Zoom is about. Right. That's not how yeah. video works. You, you shut the video off until you're ready to interact. <sighs> and maybe I'm wrong, but, but the norms have, have been built over the last three or four weeks anyway. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, I guess I'm not worried about all that stuff. One, you don't have class-wide Zoom meetings. And two, I've been meeting with students individually, but I literally, I look exactly what they look right now, which is no makeup, hair in a ponytail, t-shirt, sitting in my big chair. I thought I'm that was a couch you know, or a seat. That's a big chair. Yeah, it's a chair and a half. Um, it's amazing, amazing chair, I love it. It's pretty awesome. It has an ottoman, we'll feed her up, it's pretty good. Um, but I'm just like, you know, I don't, people are talking on that pandemic pedagogy. They're like, yeah, I still get up and like get dressed. And maybe if that's part of your thing, go for it. Um, you know, if it makes you feel like that's part of your process or your schedule or whatever, it's just not part of mine. I had office hours this morning from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. No one came. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not bitter. <laughs> right. So I tried to maintain some sort of schedule for them. Um, for the, most of my students are still in the state. Um, mm -hmm. So I, but I haven't talked to very many of them face to face. They prefer email. They can also message me on Google Hangouts. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not sweating the synchronous stuff like at all. Drew's turned his camera off. Yeah, well, I was getting some, I was getting some breakup, so I shut off my camera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm still figuring it out. And I didn't want students to feel like they had to meet me at a particular time. You know, I know some students have lost their jobs and might have to take another job that might not have the same hours that they were working before. Yeah, um, everything's, everything's up in flux. Responsibilities. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they're taking care of younger siblings now because they're at home. Yeah. And yeah. Cool. And, and that that's the tough thing is, is, you know, this teacher wants 10 a.m., that teacher wants 9.30, this teacher's yeah. Tuesday, Thursdays, this teacher's every day, this teacher's 90 minutes. This te so if you've got two kids, uh, your Zoom meeting is really full. Even if you've got one kid and they're young, you know, a 90-minute Zoom meeting once a day is too much for, for young ages. And so, like, figuring all that stuff out is going to be really vital before we come back to anything um, in August, I think. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that for, you know, my son, uh, got, okay. for my son, uh, having it be asynchronous, I mean, we get material for, uh, for him. Um, but we have like a once a week zoom meeting with the class and it's like 30 minutes, you know, and that's manageable, right? I, I couldn't imagine trying to do synchronous, you know, with the small kids, like, hey, now we have, you know, the 50 minutes of math. And then, it's, you know, later in the day, it's the 50 minutes for, for English. And that's like one child out of two or whatever becomes uh, really, really uh, uh, just like difficult to manage. Yeah. For the well, listeners, my brother has grown to another uh, <laughs> pair of arms, <laughs> which I think belong to my nephew. <laughs> They wouldn't. Uh, so, like, I think that's even hard for 18 year olds. Uh, mm. So, I've been checking in on my writing center tutors. I'm like, how are things? And they're like, man, my lab is killing me. They're like, we have to be online for like three hours doing this lab. That's a long yeah. time to be yeah. online. It it's was, already a long time for lab. Yeah. It's unrealistic. Like, for there was a week where we were doing zoom meeting hour-long zoom meetings back to back to back to back and we had like probably four of them in a row and like you can't your brain can't function mm -hmm. it's not the same as an hour-long casual conversation on the phone it's not the same as as an hour-long meeting where you're able to kind of daydream out you have to be you know totally i'm sitting up straight you're I'm sitting up camera. centered in the camera looking I'm, at it <laughs> i'm showing i'm literally on stage on camera right being present for this meeting and if my camera's off it means i'm disrespecting the crew and all this and it's a full staff all hands meeting or it's a team meeting and i don't want to you know be be loose for my team well at this point i i show and they started saying to me in in, in my district like okay this one you know there's all these different meetings that you're invited to because you're the tech you know one of the tech people and we'd like to have your input on certain things but if you can't make it, you can't make it. And I started saying, I can't make it. I can't make it. Like I'll pop in and I'll pop in 20 minutes late, which is a hideous thing to do in a real office job. Oh yeah, absolutely. But on this Zoom meeting, like I pop in no, no mic, no camera, 20 minutes late. And then they see me, everybody says hi. Well, I can hear them, but not reply. And they said, hey, we wanted to ask you about blah. And I answer their thing and the meeting ends at the 30 minute mark. And, and I didn't miss anything. <laughs> so sounds fabulous. I feel terrible. I feel like I have done a, a terrible job. And at the same time, like that's all that they needed me for. Right. Yeah. There's a whole lot of, yeah. Change because our social interaction is different. Yeah. And I think like uh, applying that 
towards the students. If, if in that scenario I just described, I were the student and they were the teacher, that would be beautiful to not require them to be there present for the full three hours or the full 90 minutes. And instead to say, yeah, there's my nine to 11 office hours. I'm going to be in, bring me your questions, your feedback, whatever about the assignment, the writing assignment, the five page, you know, 5,000 word essay that's coming up due. And I can, you know, give you feed or drop it off and, and I will give feedback on it. And then we'll check in again on Thursday, whatever, you know what I mean? Like this asynchronous and slowing down intentionally mm-hmm. the right. due dates and the feedback process, I think is a, a vital requirement for this next month and a half and for uh, August. Yeah. Coming into August. Yeah. I, th- I think one of the things that I'll need to think about is coming into August. I mean, one of the things I was realizing is like, you know, I had done my office hours uh, based on when I was on campus and when I could, you know, put that hour in and sort of be available. I was like, you know what? I'm doing Zoom conferencing uh, office hours, uh, all of them now. Like, you know what? The day I don't go in, I can put it in the morning there sometime that people could be there and I can have an office hour remotely. We've already said that it's like, okay, Right, that was part of our handbook revisions, but there's a difference between saying like, hey, it's okay, and actually having like an implementation, right? And now I'm like, oh, there's much more that I can do kind of remotely. Uh, well, we're talking about changes to education, um, and I think that all of these changes that you mentioned are absolutely true um, for teachers and for students. But I'm seeing that like other people are realizing how inefficient some of their jobs are. <laughs> they can like do the same amount of work um, in fewer hours. I'm kind of hoping that employers loosen up on some of that. No, you can't work from home. And yes, you have to, you know, Mm -hmm. I just just don't under, we're clearly, a lot of us are able to keep, not just the float. I mean, like I'm steering a ship. It's not just floating, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing everything I was doing before. I'm just Yeah, I just, and, and there's my, here's my radical thought on that. And we're going to, I guess, put on tape, cut this part out after. <laughs> <laughs> what if, and so I said a couple of times in, in grade level meetings, like what's the harm? The fifth grade teachers were saying like, somebody had mentioned like, what about 10% work product as the, as the requirement to move on to sixth grade? And if they did 9% of the work, they would stay back. And I said, well, what is the, and somebody said, well, that seems awfully low as an arbitrary line. And I said, well, what is the harm in moving all of the fifth graders, regardless of work production, to sixth grade? What's the harm in it? Uh, Because we don't know their at-home situation or how many residents of the county have died from this disease or what they're, you know, we just don't know. So there is, I don't see any harm in that. I don't see any harm in giving all the 12th graders that had passing grades at third quarter, giving them their diplomas. Have a good time. And so, um, you know, blast. Oh, I lost my, I lost my train of thought. It's your fault. I mean, I'll pick that. <laughs> I'll pick that up in terms of, you know, what does that look like at probably not just K, uh, not just college, but also at various levels in the K-12, like you're three quarters of the way through the content. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and that means that when you come into say sixth grade, that last quarter of the content needs to be sort of acknowledged that we need to work with this right? Yeah. Like this is not going to have been covered or covered poorly or, you know, not as deeply, let's say, as it would have been had everyone been able to like yeah. come in and do this and, stuff. And you, and you almost want to say like that happened to be a fifth grade meeting I was in and say like, hey guys, what if 
you took all the kids today and said, hey, welcome to sixth grade. See you, see you next year. The, the, those sixth grade teachers are going to start where you start and meet you where you are. And now fifth grade teachers start planning for the fourth graders coming up. You've got the same problem. Right, right. Yeah. Rather so, than dithering yeah. over how many percentages of the worksheet they, they turned back <laughs> in, like nobody's grading that. That's go- Don't tell the parents. That's going to go straight in the circle file. Nobody's going to give feedback on the ditto copies that went home back in March. Man, you're dating yourself calling them dittos. I'm, well, that's what they are. I'm not dating myself. That's what they sent home. They're photocopies. The photocopies and ditto are different. Oh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're photocopies of dittos. Oh, wow. That is, mm, <laughs> no, it, that but is. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what got sent home was just like fill in the blank worksheets. And, and nobody's trying to grade that. Yeah, yeah basically. It's true. Well, we're kind of experiencing something like that, too. You guys went to pass fail, right? Peter? We have, I have a handful of students who have moved to pass fail. My grading doesn't change. It's yeah, just so if I they did, hit the I mark or not. And the agreements between them and the registrar and the registrar fixes it. Right. Uh, but we actually did a satisfactory right. and unsatisfactory, mm-hmm. uh, but there's an S plus for uh, It's going to cut us off. A's and B's or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, so I feel like that that's kind of higher ed's concession for those things. Like you really can get an S with a D, right? And it looks the same as, as, you know. I think ours are C, C minus doesn't really count. But yeah, basically, yeah, you know. S, S plus. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. I don't think we have that quite implemented. But essentially, I think that that bar is a little lower than it. Um might have been otherwise, but I don't care. Fair. Yeah, and I, well, so there is a some type of, I wasn't paying a close attention because I don't have high school students and I no longer teach it, um, but we did have a an arrangement with the state and with the local community colleges and, and about that same thing at, high, at K-12, being pass-fail uh, for certain classes and the AP uh, classes have a an arrangement going, um, you know, and, and part of that is because of equity of access for the rest of the year, you know, and uh, not every single district has been able to um, provide Wi-Fi and, and devices and stuff. And in fact, we haven't either. We've been able to like offer, here's the contact number for companies, private, you know, mm-hmm. corporate companies that are passing out free Wi-Fi uh, for three months and that are, and here's our devices that we're able to give um, for, for equity of access. And that, because of that, we pairs that along with the governor's recommendations for, you know, pass fail and credit um, at the high school level. That makes sense. Yeah. So you're talking about some of the changes that are happening, like pass fail may be just more common of a thing. You know, not having to worry about like what exactly grade do I get, you know, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that may, may be something and, that comes about from this. And having it not, uh, I guess a pass fail grade used to impact GPA uh, when it was considered for um, admissions into UC uh, and, oh. and CSU. Uh, and so I, I think that there was an agreement, an arrangement made where that for this year anyway would not impact people's transcripts. So even the freshmen who are doing a pass fail course uh, because of COVID, it won't impact their GPA three, four years from now when they graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
um, when they when they're looking looking at for um, admissions, you know, which is good. That's a that's a, a, a good thing. Yeah, I think so too. Pass fail just wasn't included. Like it just wasn't calculated. Yeah, I don't know the specifics of it. We need to get our high school counselors back on here. <laughs> well, All right, we I, can get our registrar back on here for, and it could be different yeah. for every school, I, right? I just, I just know that they had discussed it, and that was a huge, real concern for seniors graduating this year and parents of, especially the people who were the valedictorians, and you know, mm. thinking like, oh, everybody else is going to get a pass, and I'm going to get stuffed on this one, uh, or people who are trying to get to top end schools are like, oh, what does this mean for me? And there was a lot of worry, uh, rightfully so. And I think it's been at least uh, thought about and addressed partially and alleviated quite a bit of, of the trouble. I mean, I, I understand their concerns, but everybody is like, literally everyone is having like these same problems. Well, and this yeah. has to just adjust instead of the individual. Yeah. Well, and that was, that was the trouble on March 12th was that it was only, you know, uh, two school districts that had shut down and it was only one state that had shut down and, oh, New Jersey's going to be ahead of us and whatever. And it's like, you know what? No, no, no. Don't worry. Everybody's right where we're at. Don't worry. Yeah. Right. And if they're not, give them three days and they will be. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's the yeah. way it worked. Yeah. yeah. Everybody oh. snowballed pretty fast after the first ones did. Hey, speaking mm -hmm. of snow, I have six inches of snow on the ground right this second. <sighs> There's a lot of snow at Melody's house. Yeah. Like, look, I had my patio umbrella out, and now there it is. Snow. Oh, snow. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. So, like, I now I'm starting to worry about the transition back mm -hmm. to a regular quote-unquote work day because um, if i have to do this even partially the same way in the fall january 21 is going to be a smack in the face whenever i have to, <laughs> to be on campus for like eight hours at a time i mean i don't have to but you know those kinds of things like th like right. i mean uh, what i what i would probably try to push for assuming anybody's asking my opinion, which they're probably not going to be, is that whatever we come back to in August is going to be a longer term version. Yeah, right? if, we, also, if we have peaked and tailed off, right, and you, we can you, stop yeah. social distancing as yeah. hard as we are right now in August, yeah. then whatever that is, that needs to be sort of like mm -hmm. longer term, we're going to maintain this. And even if we're yeah. not quite there yet, it's so all like, well, we probably should be maintaining this because, you know. Yeah, yeah here's, here's the thing is people, uh, you know, it, what made it challenging at the start was that it was like two weeks at a time, two weeks close, extend two weeks, extend two weeks. And then it was state by state. And, and then it was to May 4th and then it was to June 1st and whatever. So to, to, I think that it's hard to know what to believe as far as the news and, and all of those things. And at the same time, what I do believe is that it will be longer than just August to December, whatever we come back to. Uh, you know, whatever we come back to is going to be a longer term. And I, I am more inclined to uh, believe the prediction saying it will be till 2022 when we are back to quote unquote normal. 
because that this becomes exactly that thing as well but as well like so i think that is a more uh realistic less alarmist fake newsy kind of thing than some of the other fake news that's out there to listen to um you know i think it's it's if we plan for that right if we plan for a 2022 style return and and some kind of interim uh office life school life from august till till then that is a realistic plan and if we have to scrap that plan before 2022 good right yeah yeah I, yeah i could get behind I, that that bit of logic I know, but again, I'm talking out, you know, out of my, my personal experience and my non-expertise and my knowledge of the local situation and, and my hopes and, and whatever. So, you know, looking back at this in six months, this, this episode may seem really funny. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I hope I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be nice right. for me to be wrong uh, on, on a lot of these items, so... I wouldn't mind if education, both K-12 and higher ed, was like, you know what, let's just do the entire academic year next year, partially or 75% online. And it's the, it's the uncertainty that I don't like. And it's also yes. like yeah. transition back to full face-to-face. -face. like, don't have me plan mm -hmm. eight weeks of this mode and eight weeks of that mode. And then even like a switch between a hybrid model in the fall and a full back to face to face in the spring you know, like that seems jarring <laughs> for everybody for the students that, yeah. for the yeah I, I agree I, but um easy for me to say because again there's so many you know uh you already you already called me out for being off topic on on all of the the outside of school context but those contexts are the real things that have to be considered by the school board and the governor and the, and the county health office and whatever, as far as like, yeah. what is, okay, we're doing 75% online. We're doing half and half a days. What does that look like for mom and dad? Can we still protect income and guarantee income that is, that is uh, a livable wage for service workers and whatever and haircut and, and, and all of those and uh, waiters and restaurant uh, for mom and dad for half day work? Because that's what it looks like to me. And I don't know, I, I haven't spent enough time thinking on it to see a different model for that besides mom and dad coming home for daycare. Because otherwise, like our social distancing is, is a breakdown when the kids just end up going to daycare for the other half of the day in a daycare with 45 kids. Yeah, that's the opposite of what you need. Yeah, well, oh, we had a 15 kids in the classroom so we could limit contacts, but then they just go to a 45 kid zoo daycare where they just cough on each other. Yeah. That, that'll, like, that'll backfire pretty but hard. But it'll be great. Unemployment will be solved because the whole county is going to be working for educating kids and social distancing daycare and social distancing education and wraparound services. And like everybody's going to be employed by the government to educate kids. And that's not a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> well, on know. that note, my, my time frame for, uh, for this is, is about at the end. Well, Thanks everybody for, for talking. That was, I think, very interesting. <laughs> and, and nice to see uh, YouTube's perspective on this. So if you have a question for me, you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Hyland, D-O-C-T-O-R-H-Y-L-A-N-D, or send me an email, peter.o.hyland, H-Y-L-A-N-D, at gmail.com. All right, see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.